Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 221. Listened with a horrified and amused fascination to the one who thought she was wise in the ways of the world, detailed the precise mechanics of using Alka-Seltzer tablets to enhance oral sex. He listened to both of them, the girl who liked animals and the one who knew why Alka-Seltzer gave you more oral bang for your buck than, like, even Altoids, dishing the dirt on the current Miss Lakeside who had, like, everybody knew, only gotten her greasy hands on the coronet and sash by flirting up to the judges. Shadow started to tune them out, blanked everything except the noise of the road, and now only fragments of conversation would come back every now and again. Goldie is like such a good dog, and he was a purebred retriever. If only my dad would say okay. He wags his tail whenever he sees me. It's Christmas. He has to let me use the snowmobile. You can write your name with your tongue on the side of his thing. I miss Sandy. Yeah, I miss Sandy too. Six inches tonight, they said, but they just make it up. They make up the weather and no one ever calls them on it. And then the brakes of the bus were hissing, and the driver was shouting, Lakeside, and the doors clunked open. Shadow followed the girls out into the floodlit parking lot of a video store and tanning salon that functioned, Shadow guessed, as Lakeside's Greyhound Station. The air was dreadfully cold, but it was a fresh cold. It woke him up. He stared at the lights of the town to the south and the west, and the pale expanse of a frozen lake to the east. The girls were standing in the lot, stamping and blowing on their hands dramatically. One of them, the younger one, snuck a look at Shadow, smiled awkwardly when she realized he had seen her do so. Merry Christmas, said Shadow. It seemed like a safe thing to say. Yeah, said the other girl, perhaps a year or so older than the first. Merry Christmas to you, too. She had carroty red hair and a snub nose covered with a hundred thousand freckles. Nice town you got here, said Shadow. We like it, said the younger one. She was the one who liked animals. She gave Shadow a shy grin, revealing blue rubber band braces. And that's our page. We're not given a travel time from Pinewood to Lakeside, but I can't imagine it's too terribly far. But it does give me pause. Why were these two girls out and traveling on Christmas Day? I guess it could be that they're both children of divorce, and their families have similar trajectories outside of Lakeside, but it stands out as a little odd to me. Like, Neil needed to introduce these kids at some point, and this was as good a time as any. And to an extent, I guess it is. It just seems strange at this exact moment, especially... Well, I guess Shadow already thought on the previous page that they weren't sisters, that they were just friends, so... I don't know. And I did look ahead, which I don't always do, but there's nothing to explain it. I guess it could be as simple as they are sisters, despite Shadow's presumption that they aren't related. Since one is older than the other, it wouldn't be completely out of the question. Or perhaps maybe cousins? I guess cousins could visit the same relative or relatives on Christmas. Well, I've thought about this for long enough. Alka-Seltzer is an antacid that was launched in 1931. It's been owned by Bayer since 1978. It's aspirin, baking soda, and citric acid, so it probably wouldn't be dangerous to have on one's genitals, though I don't know that it would be my own personal first choice. A simple Google search of Alka-Seltzer and oral sex does come up with a number of suggestions for how to best achieve good results by combining the two, but... It still doesn't appeal to me. Although I will be laughing for the rest of the week at Alka-Seltzer's slogan from the 1950s, relief is just a swallow away. The idea of there being a Miss Lakeside in 2000 also stands out to me in the same way that some of Wednesday's language stood out in the fiddle game telling. I just don't know that it's all that common to have a Miss Whomever pageant anymore, and especially in small communities like Lakeside. 
maybe 40, 50, 60 years ago, it would have been more common. And based on newspaper research that I've done, it used to be very common in my own county in the 30s and 40s. But nowadays, it seems to make Lakeside a bit of a town out of time. I did Google around just to see if these sorts of pageants were as antiquated as I thought, and they aren't really entirely. But in California, they're much more regularly found in central and southern part of the state, especially within larger communities and counties and cities. These are, of course, the more official pageants. Even in my county, Siskiyou County, there is one or two mentions of it on a newspaper article or a Facebook page, but nothing that I can find that indicates that it's still active today. Of course, I am getting a bit ahead of myself, but there are hints even now that something is different about Lakeside. Shadow on the page here is still cautious. He's in a new town, and he's a guy with darker skin. The last thing he needs is a whole community thinking that he's coming across as a creep or a predator, especially because he's in a really small community now, smaller even still than Eagle Point was, and small communities talk. And he's also supposed to be hiding, for whatever that's worth, per Wednesday. So he's got he's to gotta start this off on the right foot, which is shitty, but... It seems accurate for what we've already learned about the racial history of these states in this part of the country. The blue rubber bands on the braces seems a bit obvious, and it is. It isn't a super important detail, but it does come up again from time to time, much like that the older girl has red hair, and that's her marker as we meet her, and this other girl's blue rubber bands are her marker for when we meet her again. Get in touch with the show at theworldbeyondthetail at gmail.com and on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Granganage for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues as the show's theme. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another page. And remember, only the gods are real.